ain't gonna lie. Like these niggas be lying. <laughs> oh, look, you just gotta come to Houston. We here. We here all day. I'm just saying, it, it took a while because she, Chris, she finally became she finally, comfortable. She finally broke. She finally, she finally broke, broke, bro. It took. It took us all about an hour, but we finally got yeah. her to be comfortable, bro. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Therapy for Your Unpopular Opinions. We are here with two special, lovely lady guests. We have Chrissy from A Fistful Podcast, and we have Cece from Come and Talk to Me Podcast. What's going on with y'all? No, we're doing pretty good. We're doing well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming, joining us. Um, I know we posted, and this is a little bit about networking. I posted about, hey, asking for some type of guest. Oh, we still have Fraser. He's he's here. <laughs> What's going yes. on, Fraser? How's, yes, how's I'm here. Fraser? It was my my week was week was well, man. Hopefully, did also. Gifts, did you get some Christmas gifts, everybody? Of course. Yes, yes, great gifts. Yes. But so I take everybody had a had a good Christmas, happy and safe Christmas. Yes. Yes, yes indeed. Beautiful, beautiful. Derek, what about yourself? Look, I have my little cousin with me. He's 17. You know, I ain't glad. We was cool. We watched football games, but oh man, my man just don't be doing nothing. Like I I feel like a parent I feel like a parent for this week. Cause I was like, I gotta feed this dude. And I'm like, this dude thinks that he know what he's doing. I'm like, oh he don't. You know, just listen to me. I like just listen to me. I'm ten years older than you. You don't want to go through these growing pains, man. Wow. Oh, man. Oh. But at least you're getting that practice in now, man. So that way, I'm, look. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine without him. You know, I can <laughs> watch from afar. I don't need to learn everything from experience. I'm one of those people who can learn from it. You tell me, I'm okay. I, I believe you. So, yeah. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's get into it. So we brought you out here today to talk about kind of, you know, a little bit about the dating conversation. We all kind of are, are well-rounded with understanding. It was very jarring to kind of see the video come out of the world star dating coach, which is Kevin Daniels. Um, when you saw the video, when you all saw the full clip video, if you did, um, what was your first initial thoughts? Let's start with Chrissy. What was your thoughts when you first saw it? I didn't really have a thought because I'm I'm trying to grow out of that judgmental phase that every human has. So I didn't really have an initial thought. I was like, basically, wow, just I was wild more than anything to see it up there. So I didn't really have a thought on it because I didn't want to be judgmental about it. And I'm trying to grow as a human being. So. Look, hey, here is the where you could be a little judgmental. So I'm, asking, I'm, I'm, I'm poking at it, I'm asking, I'm saying, when you saw and you were saying, wow, what was the wow factor for it? What was the wow for it? It was like, dang, I can't believe that. Like, like I can't believe it. But, you know, we do stuff. We 
we tend to do stuff out of character, out of order, and something's good, something's bad. So I had to take it and take that L and just wow it. Mm. Okay. So I would you it. say like when your reaction? Would you say was he was it Danny Cole? Was he wrong for kind of like how he was coming at that lady, or do you feel like he was unjust? Indeed was. Ooh. Indeed was. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be spicy today. It's gonna be spicy today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> but definitely. Uh, so, Miss uh, CC, what was what was your take as far as like you know the video, your initial reaction? Well, so I'm gonna start off by saying I want to be like Christy when I grow up because. I was judgmental as hell. I was judging her. So I want to be like her. That's so good that you weren't being judgmental. Um, I I was not that way. I was definitely judgmental uh, for both the host and the guests on on that show or, you know, that segment. I don't know because I didn't see the entire episode. But, um, yeah, so my first reaction was, like, yikes. <laughs> like, this. Did he really just come at her like that? But then I, I definitely, I absolutely had a reaction to her as well. It wasn't just one-sided. I was, I found myself feeling the way I feel with a lot of hot topics. I was torn because I, I felt both sides and I knew the argument for both sides. Um, and, you know, I, I feel that way quite often when it comes to dating and, and that, whole topic i got you i understand so there's like two sides you know to every coin to where it's just you're not completely one-sided the one you ain't see yeah. you know just though this lady coach is kind of coming out her hot you know guns fully loaded and the other yeah. day, you know she was you know kind of coming back you know she you know she was being you once they were saying you know being hard-headed and because i i recently watched you know the full like the full clip or most of it in a way and my take on it's like hmm the part that really got me is just that like when he was asking her, so this was your this is your son, you know, dating, you know, an older woman, you know, a kid, sketchy baby daddy's like, would you want, you know, him dealing, you know, with a woman like that? And she, you know, it's kind of what she was. She's like, well, so it's like, no, that should have been an easy answer. Like, no, because most, you know, mothers, they want the best, you know, for the for their child, you know, whether it be for their, you know, son or their daughter. So I thought it was one of those if just if she was just like really just being honest with herself. Like, if a son brought that type of woman, she probably wouldn't be as receptive to to the woman. So it's kind of one of those just kind of, I mean, you just got you to be honest. Like, most, you know, most I would like to think, you know, if they brought a lady like that around, or their son brought a lady around like that around, they would kind of be like, hmm, baby, let's, okay, yeah. Son, so uh, are you sure? Because you know she got child like this, you know, got got the baggage. It's kind of one of those. Do you want to deal with that? Because that's not an easy situation to deal with. In my in my opinion, but uh, Derek, what's your take, man? Uh, my first take is I think we're gonna get a lot of hate mail from directly directed towards you because the stuff that you said, I was like, yo, I ain't even. Why do you always try to direct the hate mail to me is what I'm trying to understand. I'll be honest with you. Like I I just I'm sure people's jaws just drop the whole time. But to be honest with you from watching it, honestly speaking, I felt like it was straight facts. It's just something that uh most people don't want to hear, which is you know, kind of getting into it about what I mean straight facts is men 
as men, we don't look at the same things that I feel like women look for in a spouse and a mate. And that's what he was just clarifying. Hey, and it's, I know a lot of people are kind of focusing on like, oh, he's going to tell her he's, he's this rate or whatever. But if she said that she's a five, why, <laughs> you know, you kind of put yourself in that corner with I accepted by his guidelines to say like, all right, let's be honest now. It's just like, well, you know, hey, you know, just regular wake up. I'm a five, but, you know, his body bad. <laughs> so, <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but hey. I feel like the whole, I feel like a lot of people were, you know, taken aback by it, but I feel like he was just being so honest and clear, which is, hey, no disrespect, I'm one of these six-figure men you are potentially interested in, and from my experience, and from my viewpoint, and from my uh, career experience as a dating coach, they are most likely, not saying all, but he's just saying, why do you want to be the exception to the rule? Mm. most men uh, in that caliber aren't okay. looking for that you know I'm not saying you can't get it but you know why hold that why does that mean so much to you kind of thing and of course angler it turned off <laughs> it went left but um <laughs> yeah so so chrissy what do you what do you feel because I, I saw you look a little funny look a little different so what do you feel about it i, I gotta ask Okay, my son is 10. He'll be 11 in January at the law school. And if he brought home that older, mature-ish stage for me, I would definitely have something to say from my perspective because I want to know what are your intentions with my son? I want to know, do you really love him for him? Or is it just a cougar phase you're going through? Or... I, like, I want to know. I want to know her intentions, period. Like, literally. Like, we got to have a talk, girl. We, we got to have a talk. We wine, dine, everything. I need to know everything. So, coming from a mom perspective, yeah, we would definitely have a talk. And it wouldn't have went left like that because I'm kind of more understanding and I can keep it at a minimum. But, yeah, we would have definitely had a talk, a sit down before moving forward, period. And I would have let him know how I really felt about it. Like, hey, if it's above five years, I don't think that's a good look. I don't think that's... I, I don't know. Oh. Just, it's, it's something about the years to me. I mean, it, it's like more controlling. The older they are, it's like you feel trapped sometimes. Depending on that person's personality and intentions that they have for you, you can feel like you got to obey them. And I don't want my child to feel like they're in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand that from a parent point of view, but in a relationship, you feel like that? No. Nah. You shouldn't at all. Okay. That's, that's interesting. So, he say, like, five above five years, and that's when it's kind of like, whoa. Kind of like, yeah. gotta put it, like, gotta hit pause. Okay, so, let's say your son was 23, and he brought home a woman that was, like, 35. 23 and 35. No, because he's younger than 25. I don't think he matured enough to know what he's getting himself into. <laughs> hey, look, you, 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 you will be, be, be surprised. You'll be surprised. Look, so I see some young guys out here. They, hey, they, no, they appreciate you know, I did, you know, talk, you know, I've talked, you know, with a woman that was older than me and it was definitely a learning experience because that level of maturity, 
when you're not used to dealing with that, it can be kind of like, oh, okay, wow. So this is what this was like dealing with, you know, somebody on an older level. So it's definitely a learning, learning experience, but one that's definitely you shouldn't take lightly. I'll say that. But uh, CC, yes, ma'am, your take, your take. So, um, so if you're talking about my take as far as a, a younger son bringing home an older woman, yes, that's that's the question. Yes, so I, I just kind of want to, I guess I'll pick back up on what you just mentioned, the learning experience. I have dated a few younger men, and they they absolutely have appreciated the knowledge that I bring and the maturity that I bring. And um, so that's from their perspective, what I, what I've received from them, as far as what they told me, what they expressed to me. And then from my perspective, I'm I'm going to tell you, some of the younger men have treated me better than my peers, men who are my age. Mm -hmm. And it may be the appreciation. I'm just saying it may be because they appreciate um, I don't know when, when a woman is older now, Christy, the example you just gave, or someone just gave 23 and 35, that's a little bit different. That That's a different age group. So I'm not even, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure how mature a woman who is 35, I don't know how mature she is, mm. but, um, but she's more mature, obviously than a 23 year old. But at a certain point, if, a woman is older and she's established. She's not. I don't think she would be using that young man. What's, what is she using him for? I mean, well, she could be using him for something. <laughs> <laughs> but if, she has, she, if she has her own, if she's financially stable and she has her life together at 35, she should. Um, what she's uh, if anything, she could help him. Okay. Okay. My question for CC is what's the youngest you dated? Girl, okay. No, absolutely. Um, so because I won't go too young. My do- I have a daughter who is 21 years old, so I'm definitely not, you know. Um, but I have dated someone who was 10 years younger than me, yeah. So, a 10 year age gap. And when I say dated, I mean like not a relationship, but just you know, have gone on a few dates with someone. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. No, that's no that that's uh that's interesting. Cause um well say that that age gap. So like you as far as like on this dating, like you felt like he was more appreciative of you as opposed to, you know, people you know within your age age group? Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually respected my opinion on things and yeah, I be it was definitely a difference and it wasn't it wasn't in a sense of, oh, let me listen to you because you're so much old. You know, I didn't, I didn't feel offended at all. Like, you know, like it was kind of like a <laughs> auntie nephew situation. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like, oh, okay, well, teach me. It was just like a respect, a respect that I definitely have not seen present in me and my age. Interesting. Okay. No, that's good to hear because... Okay. Oh yeah, Derek. What you got, man? No. Nah. So, like, I, I was saying like this. Like, just thinking about the conversation being had, just reeling it back in into the, like, initially, what was the whole, why people were so kind of 
you know, so many feelings were going about it. I felt like it was more so it was a conversation of identifying the difference between men and women dating values and what they look for and what they value. You know, like that's what I was saying. So I was saying more so, uh, even though it may have been in a harsh way that was explained, I feel like it was a glimpse that was given to women that men of this certain caliber may not be as interested in, in how much money you make more than the convenience and, you know, this, uh, you know, the convenience of that type of woman, his lifestyle and um, other type of different values. Like me, like me and Fraser, we're working class men. We got to go work to go eat. So if you say, hey, I bring this type of money, I got this business, we're going to look at that as value. But if there's somebody who doesn't need anything that you have a monetary value, it's going to be different what they're looking at. So I can say in that aspect, do you feel like that was right on the head or do you feel like it was still um, far off in your experience, starting with you, uh, Christy? Uh, I was kind of in between on that because of, uh, like, I, like, again, I say the age group and I'm all about if he's on his ish and I'm on my ish, that's, that's fine. I'm good with that. We can match. And that's kind of where my dating thing is at right now. So I kind of looked at it from my own perspective. Like I need somebody to match me versus just be with me. You know what I'm saying? I want you to have yours. I need mine and together we can match it. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, that, that was a little off for me because it's, it's gonna, it looked imbalanced. It didn't look balanced at all. So, interesting. Yeah. I was gonna say, can you give us an example of what a match is for you? A match for me, okay. I'm ambitious. I go after every goal, long or short. I accomplish them, baby steps at a time to get to where I am today. Um, own house, own car. Materialistic things really don't matter, but if I have to come pick you up to go to work, um, hey, um, you know what? That's an unmatch right there. You know, that's one. Okay. You know? And if you're not as serious with yourself and taking yourself serious with your own goals, even if they're personal and not trying to get you self-determined to get to where you want to be in life, then yeah, that takes a little bit off too. Because if I'm out here getting it, I want you to be out here getting it. If you're feel if you're feeling unmotivated, hey, let me know. I can I can speak to you. I can speak life to you. That's that's my key as a woman to speak life to my man when he's not feeling himself or as confident as I am. So that's unmatched to me too. I need you to be self motivated sometimes. And if you don't feel like that, we can be open and talk about that. So that's an unmatched too. So when I say match, I mean hey, ambitious, the drive, the confidence, getting it, go get a hustle up. We getting it. We adding value to each other, not taking away from nobody. So what do you think, Cece? As far as the match. Yeah, I'm asking for like, do you feel like the conversation, like the information though, the delivery, let's say the delivery is questionable. Do you feel like it brought up a bigger conversation of just, you know, the difference in understanding understanding each other's dating values. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's the part that she didn't listen to. 
as the guest. That's the part that she was not concentrating on was that he was talking about the differences in what men are seeking, men who are in her same status, what they want. And I, that's the part that she didn't hear. It was just like the only thing that she heard or the message that she heard was you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get that type of guy. And she wasn't listening to the why. Um, and, and of course, we can all say that, who you know, he there, there are exceptions to the rule. But he also said that, like, everybody thinks they're an exception to the rule, you know. But um, no, I think that conversation definitely should be discussed. And I actually think that's one of the huge problems in dating is that we don't want to be honest about what the others, the, our c- counterparts are looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's deep. That's deep right there. Like what you just said, like not, you know, understand like what your counterpart might, might be looking for, because I feel like we really did that more. So like a lot of confusion will probably be avoided because sometimes uh-huh. with the, with what I may be looking for that may not be what you're looking for and just there may not be a match. So that's not, that's something real deep, but that requires a level of honesty, you know, with ourselves that sometimes people aren't really willing to go to, in my humble opinion. So, Fraser, what do you think about the conversation? Like, how do you feel about the men versus women? Like, I'm not, like, I'm just saying men versus women because there's two different takes on the dating value. Well, when it comes to that, because like I say, Derek, it's different. Like with you and me, like the discussions, like, you know, me and you can have as men, it's different as opposed to like the discussion, like, you know, we, we may have with women because you and I just, us, we can just be more straightforward and just, you know, very blunt and to the point, which is kind of, you know, what, you know, the day doctor, which kind of how he was. And he was just a matter of fact, like I say, there, I guess there are a few trigger words that the guest that when she heard, he kind of blocked off kind of. Like like she's like she mentioned earlier, like the why she just heard, he, you know, she just heard like, okay, no, you're not get this, you're gonna be alone. Of course, when she heard that, I feel like the defense mechanism in her mm-hmm. kind of went up to where she wasn't able to fully receive the message that he was trying to convey to her. And a lot of times, I feel like that's a, you know that's what tends to get a lot of people, you know, trapped. A lot of people misstep and kind of trap because it's like, oh man, you said I'm not gonna get this. Well, that means, okay, I'm blocking off completely what you're saying because, nah, look, I'm the exception, not it. Because, see, sometimes, look, there's some women, they just have that issue to where once they get told something that they don't believe is true or accurate with them, they just will tend to block off, you know, the message. Like, he was trying to tell her that as, like, yo, I'm trying to help you out. So that way, going forward, you're talking about this, you know, type of man that you want. Maybe you can use this, you know, maybe, maybe improve yourself. But you have to be be willing to be honest with yourself. And I just feel like when it comes to that men and women, it just depends like who's just willing to just really be honest and just take a hard, honest look at themselves. Because if you don't, I mean, it's like you're pulling one arm tied behind your back. It's like you're not really opening yourself up for, you know, to learn and just to be better. So that's how I look at it. I was going to say, so I have a question for you, so Fraser. So I was saying like this, you know, just putting it out there. I feel like a lot of times we take advice from people who don't live the way we want to live. And in this example, the reason why I kept laughing so much, honestly, was because I'm like, he's one of the men you want. Like, you may not like him, per se, like as attraction, but like of caliber, he's one of the men you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's telling you. 
and you don't want to receive the information he's telling. Like, it's like, hey, you're giving me the inside code, and I'm like, uh, you're saying I may not get it? Oh, I'm not listening. Like, <laughs> you know, like, honestly, that, it was I felt like that was like low key immature because it kind of reminded me like, um, like, you know, like, friends, you went to college because I was like, I used to always tell people, like, my mom is so straightforward. She's not like, yeah, I don't know. She's, I don't know. She's mean a little bit. But more of the story is like, I see nowadays people, you know, people who are kind of taught, like, you know, to raise that you're the best, you could do everything. And it's like, you know, your parents aren't really telling you sometimes, like, hey, you can, but you got to work hard. And if you don't want to work her, you're not going to get it. Yeah. So I felt like that was one of those type of lessons with a grown woman. And I, I felt that's what made it comical to me, at an aspect of it. But I say, what is your thoughts about Because I, I was just mind blown. I'm like, he's one of the guys you want. And he's telling you what he would be looking at and how he views your situation. And he's not saying you're, he's not saying you're, you know, necessarily aiming for the stars. But he's like, why do you feel like you're so entitled to that? Because yeah. I feel like right now, we live in the world of entitlement. Me and you, Fraser, we talk about this all the time with David. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, he gonna front and twin y'all two women because y'all nice and everything, but I'm just keeping it hundred. Like, we talk about the sense of entitlement all the time because I meet, no disrespect, I meet women all the time who tell me they want all this other stuff and nothing's wrong with it. I just keep saying, like, you expect somebody to get for you that you can't provide for yourself. I don't get that. So, I'm, I'm sorry. When you say all this other stuff, all this other stuff, like what? Yeah, okay. what, what's all this other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I can say it like this. All right, let's say, for example, you expect a lifestyle that you can probably not put in your position to have, but you expect it as like a require, like, a, you know, nothing's wrong with people having their expectations. But the expectations set kind of throws me off a little bit. So let's say, let me give you an example. I know this is it sounds like very kind of a weak example, but just to give an example of like what I'm what I'm envisioning. Let's say you're a librarian for the public library, and you're like, hey, I expect to live my life in a five hundred five hundred thousand dollar home and drive a Range Rover. And I'm kind of like, well, how do you expect to get that? And they're kind of just looking at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> We're kind of looking at each other. I'm kind of like, oh, okay. I can do that math, you know? Uh, okay. That's, that's, that's where I kind of feel like it kind of doesn't make any sense to me, per se. Like, so, in the example, he held her own, which is, if she wants a certain lifestyle, she brings that in herself. So she could do that for herself. So she doesn't need anybody right. to do that. You get what I'm saying? Um, so that's that's kind of what I mean by it's a little different in my opinion. Right. So there you would say it just pretty much she's like, okay, she has her job, but it's like she wants this level of lifestyle. Like she wants this five hundred thousand dollar house, new Range Rover, and she's expecting you as the man is like, yo, this is what I want, so how you gonna get it for me? And you're just kinda like, Wait, wait, what you mean? How I like we can work together to get this, like well, that's more or less kind of what you're what you're saying is like she has these unrealistic expectations as far as like what she I don't wants think it's unrealistic, from the guy. Because I feel like there's a lot of guys out there who'll do it. I'm just not. Like right, that part. I ain't got no issue with admitting that. Okay. Like so. 
Yeah, Cece was looking over there. Cece had that look. She was like, I was like, Cece was not looking at Hoda. She was like, I'm just waiting. I'm just, I'm just going. Well, She's yeah, waiting. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I was waiting and I was listening and taking it all in. Um, you know, I I think I hear what you're saying. You, you said that um, you think it's realistic, but it's just that you're not doing that. Could it possibly be the type of women that you're going after? And I'm not just making it personal to you, but I'm saying a man in that position, like if you're saying like, you know, sometimes uh, the average man, he runs into these women who they want, unreal, they have unrealistic expectations or expectations that it's like, I'm not going to provide that. Well, maybe, maybe they're going after the wrong women. Mm, the preference. Maybe they're shooting out of their league. Ooh. I mean, you know, so... If you're saying like, oh, no, that's realistic to want a Range Rover and to live in a $500,000 house, but I'm just not giving it to you. And she's like, <laughs> okay, see you later. Nice meeting you. You know, like maybe you, maybe you or a, a guy that does that, maybe they're going out of their league and they shouldn't be with her. Or maybe that's just not the type of woman to date. Sure. That's interesting. That's, that's true. I, but also like, I guess in understanding all of this is kind of like it depends on each person, each uh, like not in this example is each man's where their status is and what they're valuing. You know, like so. Let's say the person who has more access may not care that you require that. They feel like you know, but they may be more like honestly. Let's be honest. They may be more putting more weight on your appearance than I probably would. Okay, I see what you're saying. I got you. I got you. I, I and I think some of that comes with maturity and age as well. Um, being older, I'm pretty sure I'm older than all of you. I do know that there's a certain mindset because for the past ten, what, fifteen years, social media has been making up our minds for us and influencing Ooh. us. Come on, girl. So, Come on. So, some, <laughs> so some of some of the women, some of us, I'm going to say us, <laughs> um, are highly influenced by social media. And so if that's what's influencing you, then yes, you do expect that's the norm. You expect I need to have a range or I need to, because that's what you see. If you're easily influenced, that's what you see. And that's what you think you need. But once you mature to a certain level, I'm hoping that this happens. I'm hoping that these women in their twenties that I, that I see and that I, that I know, I'm hoping they mature to the point where they're like, okay, I see that was just fake now, or that was just, you know, posing for social media. And I don't necessarily have to have that, you know, um, so, so I think both men and women should take that into account when it comes to dating. Uh, no, I agree. This, I agree. No, no. Definitely. Because really when it comes to that, it's just, okay, there's nothing wrong. Like who wouldn't want to, you know, that, you know, great house, you know, great car and all that. But it's like, okay, what are you going to do to get to that level? Or are you just waiting exactly. to like, find you a man that's just going, okay, work and just give you that, but then you also want him to, you know, work out and to be there for you, you know, take you out and do all this, like, pretty much pretty much, you know, forgot to do that and just everything else that you want, you realize he's not going to be like in the house like that, he's always going to be working, it's like 
then maybe she was, I was like, oh, you're not affectionate or you're not this. It's like, when I'm doing this, you want this house, this car, you want this, this, that, and the third. It's just a certain level. You have to be realistic. And like I say, not saying, you know, you know, wither down your expectations, but it comes down to what do you really, what do you really place value on when it comes to that? Like what is really important to you? And like I say, social media has completely warped what's actually reality and what's kind of just for show. So like I said, I'd like to say hopefully women and men will, you know, improve and just be more realistic. I'm not too optimistic about that, though. Wow. Uh, so I, I just want to say about what you're saying, Fraser. I honestly don't think anything's wrong with what people want. Not necessarily, but I feel like it's more of a know your audience. Which means is if I want, like, for instance, like, it's just being straight up with each other. Like, let's say if I want the gorgeous, drop there, gorgeous woman who's like a model type level. Mm-hmm. She has the expectations of me, uh, you know, providing all this for like a certain lifestyle. I need to know that and recognize that upfront, which is if I want her, I should be able to provide this for her. Don't be surprised yeah. and thinking I could get her and we could go out to Chili's and hang out because other girls go to Chili's and it's cool, right. you know. And I feel like as men, we got to hold ourselves accountable, too, because I know it sounds like we're talking a lot about, the, you know, women's side of this, but I'm just saying, like, crazy, we all talk about this all the time. Like, women have always told us, like, man, y'all be y'all dudes be unrealistic. We be expected the woman, you know, all this. And it's, it's very true. Yes. Also, that's the negative side of social media, which is we see the fine woman, and we're like, man, she's fine, and she got kids, and all this stuff, but, like, that is that small exception that the still working woman, working class woman who does all that, but we're yes. not, because uh, we're so we're visual and we think that that's reality sometimes and that's kind of where the immaturity we talk about comes into play nah that's true man yeah so it's kind of like I feel like nothing's wrong with necessarily asking for what you want but understand what they want from you or if you even fit that because uh, I feel like it gets kind of it gets kind of funny to me sometimes because it's kind of like we're going up to people who we want and we're saying why don't you accept us something's wrong with you but it's like no disrespect, they may not just want you. They may not value you how you think you value. And so just them, you know, like, let's say, let's go and let me go my other lane, stay in your lane, or if you want to get in a different lane, know what it takes for you to be there. Right. You know? No, Derek, but just that. like, but real quick, like, to your point, it's probably, like you're saying, like, if I just, you know, find this woman, she just dropped dead gorgeous, beautiful, you know, fit and everything. But if I come up to her, you know, I just come, you know, out of shape, not really just, you know, ambitious, just, you know, just kind of like a day. So it's like, why would I even come at approach, you know, this woman? Because she's going to see me It's like, no, because you're not what I'm looking for, you know, in a guy. That's just not a her. That's on me because I say, look, she's fit. She's, you know, working. She's ambitious. She's out here hustling. But me, if I'm just kind of, you know, like a like day school, just going through the motions, not really, you know, taking my my fitness, you know, seriously. You know why? Why would like you know I like this woman attracted to her? Why would she be attracted to me when there's I'm not giving off any energy that she would deem you know worthy of her time? So like as men, like you say, we gotta make sure we're holding ourselves accountable because yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, you know, she, you know, like you know, she attracted, but it's like, what about you? What about you? Because she sees like, oh, okay, yes, you know, I seem so attracted to that person. But if you're honest with yourself, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm not really hitting the gym like that. Yeah, man, I don't really have a lot of ambition. It's like, well, bro. Be, be be real with yourself, bro. She not gonna want you. She she not gonna want you. 
it's just it's the same. It's the same with women. It's the same woman. It's like if they see a guy, you know, they find attractive, you know, meets a certain bill. But it's like if you don't match, if y'all don't match up, it's like okay, you got to be honest with yourself because if not, you're gonna end up getting your feelings hurt. And that's for men and women. So, boy, friends are tough. <laughs> I really feel like I'm not. I don't feel like I'm saying anything that's just outlandish. I mean, if we're honest, look, we've all been there before. But uh. But uh, but Chrissy, I haven't heard from you a minute. What's your what's your take when it comes to that? The kind of what we discussed as far as like having these certain expectations or people having these expectations for like others, but being able to or not able to meet them. I would have to go back and piggyback off of um, CC where she said um, you're dating outside your lane, um, and then it all boils down to expectations. Period. Because we're human. Um, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier about being matched. Like, if you, if I can't provide all these things for myself, why would I expect that from another human being to do that for me? You know what I'm saying? That goes back to that matching category. And um, first and foremost, I had to change my lane of dating. So that's how come I can agree with Cece because I was the type to um, pursue the thuggish appearance, you know? And that was in my you know, you like mm-hmm. the same pants, the whole, oh, he he he's a go-getter type, da da da, but he's not that type of go-getter to go get a real job. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, and as I got older, um, you know, I hit 30, you know, them late twenties caught up with me. I'm like, hey, you know, something need to change. I need to change, you know what I'm saying? I want better, you know. I need. I got tired of taking care of men. I got tired of paying for the dates when I go out. I got tired of paying for your clothes, your shoes. It felt like I was. It felt like I was raising another kid. You know what I'm saying? I got my own, so it brought me back to changing my lane of dating. And I. That's when I realized, hey, I need to be matched now. I need somebody that got their own that can pick up a tab here and there, or can buy me something that. I can't buy myself sometimes out of the ordinary. You know what I'm saying? It, it's really, so now I I look for men, the pants up, well dressed, suit and tie. Sometimes, occasionally, you know, well groomed. You know, smart. You know, not the thuggish appearance no more. So it's all about. It's not too much of an expectation what he needs to have. It's more so of what I need. From my man, you know what I'm saying. I I don't want to be the only well dressed somebody when we step out on the scene. I don't want to be the well dressed and the only smartest one there, and all he know is slang words. Yo, can we get no believe me, yo? No, that's not that. No, you know, no. I, I I want us to be equal. You know what I'm saying? It it goes both ways. So it's not so much as expectations I have on men now when I date. It's just more so of you know. That should be automatic. Like, I know you went to school. Like, that should be... I know you know how to say Crayola. I know you know how to say that. <laughs> you know? So, it's, you know, you just... It matures, and it goes back to the age thing. As you mature, your dating preferences mature. And once you go through a phase of self-healing after a bad breakup, that can take an effect to your expectations. Because yeah. now... You know, okay, I, I don't want nobody like that no more. I don't want nobody to, I don't want to ignore the red flags anymore. 
So, and when you go through that self-healing phase, you, you begin to value yourself a little bit more. And it raises your standards in dating. So your lane's going to change, it's going to switch, or you're going to stay the same. Okay. Wow, that you know that was that was well, it was quite a few few bars that were dropped just now. So okay, look, we okay, appreciate Sasha. all guys everywhere appreciate you for hooking us up with some George every once in a while. Like you, you <laughs> down, you down with the <laughs> hey. hey, just give me the just give me the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chrissy approved. She was, you know, she wasn't trying to date. You know, she, you know, she liked the bad boys. You know the. the you know the the young Jeezy type, you know little type. So you know, then you know she matured. It's like okay, let's get let's 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 improve. Let's um let's do something a little bit different. Okay, I can respect that. And I was like, oh, I was like every every like every woman gotta have that 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 bad boy's phase. That that seems to hey, be. I like that. True. I ain't got no issue with that. You know, I like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. No more. Like now, I need the smart. I need the entrepreneur and the bad boy. When need, don't go to the like, nerd. He can whip it out. Don't with go me. to the nerd. Yeah. Right. Right. So no, nerd. you had the entrepreneur. The bad boy. He was the entrepreneur. He just couldn't report. You know his his <laughs> earnings to the government. So no, <laughs> you had the entrepreneur. <laughs> you just say you want you know a man that can report his um, earnings to the government legally and pay his taxes. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Basically, yes. I need a W two, you know. <laughs> I need some tax write off or something. Jesus Christ! I got you. I could, I could dig it. I could dig it. Okay, cool, cool. But now, uh, Derek, um, I think you wanted to chime in, man. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, and honestly, like, in the whole conversation that we're having too, and I feel like something that I wanted to hit on. I feel like there's a difference in who we choose by the way that we move about it. Is I feel like there's a difference in dating versus marriage. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, we all know people who we can date because it's kind of cool. And, you know, we can see how things work out. But then when you want to settle down with somebody, you're like, yo, this ain't the person for me because I don't trust this person trying to, you know, potentially raise no kid with or anything like that. And I feel like that conversation is something that we all have in our head, but we don't communicate to the other, the other sex many of the times and I feel like our accents sometimes too kind of don't align and I understand how it could be uh, confusing which is like there's a lot of men in the example who will date women but won't marry them and they know that they're probably not going to even in dating but they're still going to do it anyway and I, I know it's vice versa as well but I feel like in that type of stance like um Kind of like, I guess, in the whole dating versus marriage of people, we may not communicate to each other what we're necessarily looking for. We just may not, may write somebody off and keep them around still. And I feel like that still kind of goes on. I was like, what do you, what do you think about that, CC? What do you think about, do you feel like we still do that? Or do you feel like that's kind of a more of a one-off situation? I think sometimes people don't even know what they want when it when it comes to marriage. And again, I, I have to just bring up maturity level and all of that. You have to have some experience to know. And, and some of that, you, some of that knowledge that you need to know is about yourself, not just about what you think marriage looks like. 
usually you have to have knowledge about yourself. So yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think sometimes people date and they know uh, that this person is not marriage material or maybe just not marriage material for them. And But they continue with the dating. They continue with the relationship. Um, I actually think men do it more than women, but I think it's because men are honest with themselves more than women. So I think men will date women with themselves, with themselves, Christy, not with <laughs> other people. <laughs> I don't think men are more honest than women, but I think they're more honest with themselves than than women are. Uh, and what I mean by that is I think a man will know like, OK, I'm never going to marry this chick, but they'll stay with her. And they may know the reasons why they're not going to marry her. But a woman sometimes may not even examine and evaluate those reasons at all. She just knows, you know, I'm with this guy. It's working. We're happy. We're having fun. We're going to get married one day. And so I think that does happen. And then there are times when the woman knows, too, like, I'm not going to marry him. I cannot be with him, you know, um, and I'm working my way out. But we're not going to let him know that. So I think it goes both ways. I think that people do can will and do stay in relationships and they know they're not going to get married. Okay. So, uh, so Chris, what would your, what would be um, your take? So what would be your take? My take is coming from experience. Um, as of January of last year, 11, I'm a divorced woman after five years. And that goes back to the little thuggish one, uh, what I was saying. Um, that's what I thought I wanted because I was young. So that goes back to what Cece was saying. We don't know what we want. And it goes back with maturity. At that time, I was like, oh, he's not good. He got to be rocking. He's not. But... And yes, we was friends two years before even dating. We was friends, best friends, actually. And then we started dating a year after. So that made three years we have already known each other. But I was like, within those two years of being friends and just by the conversations he was having about other women he was dating, I was like, oh, I'm never going to marry him. Uh-uh, he, he, he be in the streets too much. I can't deal with that. Look how he talking to her. But a whole two years later... We're married, baby, everything. That was what I thought I wanted, you know? Right, right. But no, it, it comes with maturity. And divorce came with that. I needed more. As I matured, even though he was three years older than me, I matured a little faster than him. He was still with the mind frame to be in the streets. Even though you're 33, I'm 30. Your your mentality, your mind frame is street mentality. And I'm maturing now. I'm, I, I need more. I, I'm retired from the military. I have great benefits. I'm good for life. Like, And you don't have nothing. I'm tired of paying for everything. Like, it goes yeah. with maturity. So I'm like, <laughs> as I leveled up, college graduated, uh, nursing school, he, he was on Xbox. I couldn't do it no more. So it does go with maturity. It does go with you. Sometimes you don't know what you want until you actually grow out of what you thought you wanted. 
So, and that's what I had to do. And if people don't grow with you, you have to grow without them and grow out of them. So. No, nah, definitely. That's that's deep right there, which I feel like, honestly, when it comes to dating, usually, you know, early, like early on, like if you're talking to somebody, it's like, OK, I can see myself marrying this person or not. And if I don't see myself marrying this person, I'll probably still be with them. And it may be more so like kind of out of, you know, convenience, which I've seen that happen a few times. So no, that's no, that that's deep. That's that's real deep. <laughs> she said be on the Xbox. I'm sorry. That was very funny. <laughs> that was very funny. But now, there go. Uh, what did you want to chime in with? Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to just kind of think of like a point that I know we talk about all the time too is like, we all say nobody's perfect, but like, do we accept nobody's perfect also with relationships? And what I mean, like also with each relationship, I feel like that you're accepting trade-offs with just pe- different type of people, you know, like maybe this person's more like focused on one aspect of things, but then you can add value in like, let's say, Let's say most people feel like more men are focused on money, but then you could be the person who adds more aspect of helping uh, the relationship be spontaneous or fun or bringing that type of trade off. Or maybe this person is a little bit more sensitive and caring, but then this person is the person you talk to who's straightforward, but may give you that pill you may not want to swallow at that time. But you kind of need that, you know? I feel like, um, in some conversations of like, I feel like we all kind of, we all say uh, nobody's perfect, but then I don't think we accept ourselves as being one of those people as well. In those That's conversations. True. That's true. And, and I think social media has a big part on being real. And that's how come we have a big uh, problem with accepting us for who we are. Because on social media, on the dating site, we can be whoever we want to be. We can put whatever we want to in the profile. And then when you actually meet the person, you'll be like, dang, he ain't nothing like he said in that profile. So social media can play a big (laughs) role in not being real. I had some crazy dates, y'all. I had to delete all my profiles last week. I'm done with the date, no lie. Like, these niggas be lying. (laughs) Oh... Look, you just gotta come to Houston. We here. We here all day. Let's <laughs> say it, it took a while, but Chris, she finally became she finally, comfortable. She finally broke. Chris, she, she finally broke, broke bro. It took <laughs> it took us all about an hour, but we finally got yeah. him to be comfortable, bro. I was just say uncut and raw, y'all. They be like the profiles is what get you. Be like, oh, he's smart, graduated from college. Okay, I got a degree. He got a degree. Okay, he don't smoke. He got. He don't have children. Okay, cool. Next thing you know, the conversation. You you can tell a lot about a person from conversation. And I feel like if a man can't hold a conversation with me, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Because if I'm somewhere, I'm an introvert, right. and we're right. in a public place, I need you to pick up on this conversation, yo, because I, I ain't got it no more. You know what I'm saying? I need you to pick it up. If, so, and conversation go left. Like, hey, I'm about to go out with the boys and have a smoke. Wait, your profile said you don't smoke. Like, nah, that, that don't go hand in hand. So that's a block. Move on to the next. So, you know. Mm, your block power too strong. You, you got to be. Because I feel like you. if you have those standards or whatever you call those boundaries and you have those values that you actually value for yourself and you don't want to go back down that path anymore, then you have to stand firm on those things because people will 
throw you a red flag. And if you let one pass, they're going to continue to throw you more. And if you don't stand on your own values, mm -hmm. how do you expect somebody else to stand on them? I had to learn that the hard way, y'all. I left stuff passing. It hit me in the face like a boomerang. I was like, uh-uh, I ain't doing that no more. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Ooh, not a boomerang. That sounds very, very painful. Very I painful. know. Huh? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, but uh, Cece, let, let me let me let, let's get your take on it. Let's get your take. On the that, see, the the question was asked so long ago. What was the uh, original? I, I know. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Do, you feel like, do you feel like we accept like? Our imperfections that we that we all say that you know nobody's perfect as well. I don't. I think it goes back to what I said um, a while back. You have to know yourself and accept yourself. Like you said, we don't we don't accept it. So know yourself. There are certain things about me uh, that I know for sure because it's me. And, and you have to have a good relationship with yourself because you're the only person that you're going to have to have a relationship with for the rest of your life. You can't avoid that. You got to have a relationship with yourself. So, um, no, sometimes we don't accept that because we haven't taken time to get to know ourselves and accept ourselves. Yeah. So what about you, Fraser? What do you think? When we all keep saying nobody's perfect, do we accept that we are also considered nobody's perfect or do you feel like we feel like we're the exception to the rule. Oh, like I say, it was mentioned earlier, everybody feels like they're they're they are the exception. And of course we we say that, but do we really mean that? No, 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 we don't. We don't. No, man, because it's all comes down to okay, what's the inconvenience like for us? It's like, okay, I have this list. Okay, I got these ten marks that I want for a woman. Look, she don't meet all ten of these, I ain't gonna do it. But if this one was actually perfect. Then it'll never work because I'm not perfect. I'll be the first one to admit that I'm not perfect. So I'm not going to like there's certain things like we all have like, you know, certain points. I'm sure everybody has a list in their head. Like sure everybody has a list. Like whatever long list, it could be five things. It could be 20. Hopefully it's not 20 because that's quite that's too long. But I feel like a person, if they hit like a majority of the points on your list. It's like as long as like, you know, points like if they're not too crazy, like as long as like, you know, I don't know, like, he ain't been to prison or whatnot, or if he got, like, you know, 10 baby mamas, or, you know, she got five baby daddies, or whatever it is. I don't say something, you know, major like that. For the most part, you can work around that. Because, honestly, you know, our imperfections, that's what makes us human, and that just what, that's what can actually make the relationship real. Because, just because, you know, I have my faults, you have your faults, that doesn't mean, you know, we can still come together and, you know, still make some work relationship-wise, but... Like we as people, too many times we say that. I was like, yeah, no, nobody's perfect, but we don't mean it when like your imperfections. When we feel like it's kind of an inconvenience to us, as far as like you know what we're looking for in a partner. So, yeah, people need to really honestly realize like, yes, we are all we all have our faults, but just be honest, be upfront, and like say if it works, you'll you'll figure it out. Because we've all like whether it be friends, you know, you know, relationships, whatever. Like nobody's perfect. Like yo, Derek, you and I, you know, we're cool, but so we have our differences. But at the end of the day, look, I know you come from, you know, where I come from. You know, we both good cats. Like we got a good friendship. So it's like whatever issues like we have, we don't let that get in the way of it. You know, so that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I can say, you know, I feel like just to wrap things up, I feel like we all kind of covered on how much of a bigger role social media plays into our deals 
of what we feel like is reality and what we feel like is not. And um, I feel like people got to understand in the point of time, too, we see what people want us to see. So they can control that, you know. So that may look like somebody else's reality and it may become your standard, but it may not really be their reality. They're just showing you what they want you to see. And I was going to say, wrapping that up, thank you to, you know, we have our two special guests. Chrissy is from a fistful podcast and CC from Come and Talk to Me podcast. We will drop their links in the description below. Yes, and I, I will check say, them out. Yeah, for sure, check them out because I've heard. And I also will say this, Chrissy, I don't want you to lose that team. I want Chrissy to be on the team of thugs so we could go and like have a little tool <laughs> with you. You put in her purse. <laughs> You know what I mean? Nah. Like, hey, nah, bro. She said you gotta have a W two. Chris said you gotta put uh, that W two uh, form. Uh, you gotta be able to report that money to the government, bro. You can't no be just spending all cash. No all cash. You can't be all cash all the time, bro. No, you gotta have little credit cards. You gotta have, you should get to see them tax forms, bro. <laughs> just, 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 just give us a few years of just like if we if you have some, just put in your purse. Don't even look. You know what I mean, just open it, <laughs> close. Put the napkin over it. That's it. But thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Therapy for Your Poppy. We out.